0: This episode is sponsored by the community of African Product Marketing Pioneers. Behavioral change is, is like one of
1: the important steps in sales enablement, ensuring that you change like the retention of the sales team, helping them understand why you are trying to do this. It's for us, it's for the company, it's for us to generate good revenue, close deals faster,
0: that kind of stuff that was the voice of Omolara, a product marketing manager at Incash. Omolara helps us to understand the concept of sales enablement and how product marketing managers can work with their sales team to achieve company goals. Listen, learn, and of course, enjoy. Hey Amolara, good evening and welcome to the Product Marketing Startup Podcast.
1: Hello Tiana, thank you so much for having me. Good evening, how are you today?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I feel like, I feel like every Nigerian needs to be asked, how are you really doing? Like really, really, how are you doing? I <laughs> swear, I don't oh. know how we are
1: coping to be honest. Oh gosh.
0: Anyway that's a whole different story we'll get to that after our podcast recording okay (laughs) um it's funny because we met online about six months ago yeah yeah and even though we've never met physically i feel like i know you i don't know for someone whom i haven't met physically but have been working with for for a while now it just feels good. It just feels, you know, good to be this comfortable or to to feel like I've known you for a much longer period than six months. So that's how I feel. Yeah. I hope that's how you feel Same here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, for our listeners, um, Laura and I are actually co-pioneers at the African Products Marketing Pioneers Community, also called APMP. Now, APMP is a fun-loving and knowledge sharing community of product marketers from all over Africa and of course uh APMP our sponsors for series three so Amalara thank you so much and it's a pleasure to have you on the pod thank you for having me awesome and before we delve into our topic proper let's start with our usual icebreakers you know to get us in the mood. aha all right. <laughs> all right now first of all what is your what is your go-to drink? Is it tea, coffee, or wine, or like some people, ice cream? Capri, I don't even know Capri. Some. <laughs> I, I know that else. episode.
1: I know we are talking about. <laughs> you know, whatever. Don't mind that, Don't mind
0: that. <laughs> so okay, so
1: I think it depends on the mood or the event. So, but I will typically go for wine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, wine. It, it is for me non-alcoholic mm-hmm. wine. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, now you know how people have crushes, right? like physical crushes, yeah. Yeah. who do you have an intellectual crush on at the moment? Someone that you love the way the person thinks an intellectual crush. who's that person right now? Uh, <laughs> let me think about it for a minute. <laughs>
1: Okay, so this might be strange, but um, Mm -hmm. I really liked uh, my former CEO at Catlock, he was quite young, Mm -hmm. but his leadership skills were something that I really admired and um, considering him as a first time founder, he actually did a fantastic job and still doing a fantastic job, so I'll go with Silas
0: oh that's so that's so sweet okay okay yeah. we don't know silence but you know yes silence <laughs> now you know now you know if you had to capture yourself in one word what would that word be okay so i'm going to
1: say reliable mm, and okay. um, this this actually goes beyond just work right
0: mm-hmm. i
1: consider myself a very reliable friend a reliable oh, sister a cute. reliable daughter yeah and even at work you mm-hmm. can rely on me to get chopped done. you can rely on me to know what to do at a particular time without being told so yeah reliable mm-hmm. is the word
0: <laughs> fantastic i'll also add proactive because i've worked with you for a while and i can attest to that so yes thank you all right now lastly but of course not the least what is your product marketing superpower
1: Um, My product marketing superpower is going to be product messaging, Um, the ability to um, come up with a messaging that kind of differentiates the product from the rest of the other options that are in the market and also communicates like the value of that product in a very relatable way that you do not have to do too much for the person you are trying to reach your target audience to actually understand what you do
0: nice that's a very useful one in in product marketing so <laughs> awesome so now that we know a bit about you tell us about your career journey so far i mean i know you've had roles in operations in cyber security yeah, digital marketing and now product marketing how did that happen
1: <clears throat> okay so uh, my journey in tech started with Cybersecurity, like you already said. Um, I was there throughout my NYSC and I was also retained for a few months after that. And um, but while I was doing cybersecurity, I would find myself um thinking about how to help my sister who runs a business to set up an online store or to get um active on social media right because i know the power of social media in marketing and it was just quite obvious that marketing was what i wanted to do and i would also find myself taking courses even while in the office about program, about marketing in general and um, writing articles that kind of stuff so i summoned the courage to resign um, I think one year, six months into the role, I resigned and I, I decided to go into digital marketing and um, I started taking more courses Um then I got an internship um, with an agency. I was there for like six months and While doing my research, just trying to see what else I can do, apart from digital marketing, I came across product marketing, and I read everything Mm -hmm. that I could find about the topic, Mm -hmm. about the role, and yeah, that was how I got into it, and I took a course on it as well, and then transitioned by shooting my shots, and I got a role in product marketing.
0: Nice. Very, very brave of you, resigning from, you (laughs) know, the secure cybersecurity job to. To follow your passion, that's really good. That's really something that, you know, people should really do these days. Life is too short. Yeah, too. <laughs> okay. All right. I've been looking forward to our conversation because I work in sales, yeah? You. and And you work in product marketing. And yeah. our topic of discussion, our topic for today, which is around sales enablement, touches on these two roles. So I've really been looking forward to, you know, Talking about this with someone who is in product marketing core, like really, really, because I'm in sales. Now, let's start with the bold statements that you made. <laughs> the bold, non data backed claim on LinkedIn oh that you made. <laughs> about the fact that uh, most startups in Nigeria and even Africa have no idea what sales enablement is. And as it turns out, or as it turned out, <laughs> That bold statement or, or that bold claim, you know, is true. Most people, most startups uh, have no idea what sales enablement as a concept is. So let's start by understanding that, uh, that concept called sales enablement. Now, if you had to use, <laughs> I always ask my questions in this way because I want to test my guests. Creativity because I feel like as a product marketer, you have to be extremely creative uh-huh. yeah. with your words, with how you explain things. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to use an analogy to explain the concept of sales enablement to a child who knows nothing about product or or business or tech, how would you go about it? How you explain that concept to a child?
1: Okay. So, um, I'm going to assume that that child already has like, um, the knowledge of, um, entire sports competition in their school and, mm-hmm. um, he or she probably belongs to a particular house, blue house, yellow house, that kind of stuff. So I would mm-hmm. say, um, take for example, you belong to the blue house and, um, last year during the entire sports competition, you guys came third and, um, your house masters, the this year they are like oh we, we can't take thought again we want to do better and um few months before the entire sport they are already training you guys on how to be better on how to make sure that you are either taking first or second at least and um they even go further to bring in like trainers from outside who they know that they are actually better than them and can help you prepare better that competition so yes that everything that you are doing just to ensure that you do better this year is literally what um sales enablement is wow
0: you have you have (laughs) officially earned your badge for like (laughs) the the simplest and most effective explanation of a product marketing concept on my podcast honestly oh wow (laughs) like the best so far cool so how does sales enablement relates to product marketing and the reason i ask this is because if you think about it product marketing is a new and emerging space particularly in nigeria and africa yeah yeah so what that means is that before pmms existed (laughs) uh you know sales was being enabled somehow by someone or some other role so who used to do sales enablement in companies and why can't it just continue that way why must it be product marketers what is the relation there
1: okay so um you know as product marketers um whatever product that we are working on we take it as like our babies right we are responsible for literally everything about that product the entire life cycle if you are a lucky pmm you get to um be a part of the development stage um, otherwise, you you are you are employed when they are about to launch and to introduce the product to the market. So you are responsible for crafting the messaging. You are responsible for the go-to market. You are responsible for the positioning. How do you want to position this product in the market? So um, you now deciding that you want to work in isolation. Would literally mean that you're setting that um, product up for failure, especially for a B2B product and you have a sales team, right? But prior to um, PMM becoming like a popular role, I believe that the core marketing team. We're probably responsible for it i don't know to be honest um but i feel like why it is important for pmms to take this as a responsibility is because like this product is their responsibility you are responsible for driving the acquisition you are responsible for driving the usage you are responsible for literally everything about this product right? and to make it a success so that is why it is important that you are working hand in hand with the sales team um, I feel like um, a lot of assumptions would be that sales team, they're they are supposed to know their job now, they should be able to sell products, but I feel like they are trained, they are not trained to be able to sell a particular product. Their training could be like really generic, they, they know how to sell anything, but your product is unique, you, want, you don't want to sound like every other person. It is important that you train them to fit like your own niche, your own industry, your own type of product. Um, so I think this is why it is the, um, responsibility of PMMs to, um, take charge of sales enablement, even though I know that, um, there are big corporations that have like an entire team dedicated to enablement. I've seen like roles like, um, director of enablement, VP of enablement, and I'm like, God, when, when am I going to have this? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh for now where we all know that our companies are really small they don't have like the resources to invest so much in like employing different people to be responsible for it why not just um take it as like your own responsibility especially because the success of the product that you're working on um directly depends on it
0: okay i hear you i hear you about you know um uh, for PMMs is is our baby, you know. You know we have to be responsible for 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 all of those things. But are you implying that without a PMM, sales can still be enabled in the company? Sure, like- especially
1: yeah. Sure, it can still be enabled by any other person in the marketing team or an entire marketing team dedicated to it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, uh, from the reactions and and comments we saw on that <laughs> on that LinkedIn post you made. <laughs> It's obvious that many sales teams are, are left to the cold, you know. They are left to do their own enablement by themselves. And exactly, okay. yeah. And that's okay, like you said, right? No, no,
1: like sales sales team should not be left to do it. I feel like the marketing is a joint work Like, right? You mm-hmm. cannot leave the sales team to work in isolation while the marketing mm-hmm. is also working in isolation. So whether there's a PMM in the company, sales enablement still has to go on. Um, with the marketing team and the sales team working
0: together. Okay, I see your point. Fantastic. Well, it turns out that for some companies, that's not the case. Even when you have marketing teams, the sales teams are led to just handle their business and, you know, (laughs) they're on their own basically. And then in some companies, even when the marketing team or whomever outside sales tries to help with sales enablement, um the sales team may not even use those resources that provided yeah yeah so why do you think that is the case and what can be done about it if anything
1: okay so um i think it's because they've they've been used to a certain way of doing things and um, so it's kind of difficult to get them to change Especially if you are not doing a good job and making them see why you are trying to change them, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, behavioral change is like one of the important steps in sales enablement. Ensuring that you change like the retention of the sales team. Helping them understand why you are trying to do this. It's for us. It's for the company. It's for us to generate good revenue, close deals faster, that kind of stuff and also why they don't use the resources could be because it's not easily accessible to them um so making it easily accessible to them is another way to um, get them to buy in on the idea of sales enablement
0: mm, Makes sense i love uh your the answer you gave on you know helping them see value in what you're doing in the fact that your enablement uh, efforts are you know bringing results that that drive growth yeah yeah because that's one challenge that um many pmms face trying to get uh the relevant stakeholders the ceo the sales team and you know whoever is in charge to see that they're actually creating value and they're actually driving um growth because honestly now more than ever now more than ever ceos are very keen on on metrics that drive growth, yeah yeah so how can product marketers you know measure the success of their sales enablement efforts and help everyone that matters to see that they're actually driving um, growth and 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 bringing you know measurable impact to the to the company
1: okay um the very first one is going to be the win rate which is like um the um how 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 many like how many conversions are you getting from your leads um how many leads are converting into actual paying customers you're able to measure this and see the improvement over time when you were not doing sales enablement and now that sales enablement is in place it's a good way to show that oh this is actually working and also time spent selling So without sales enablement, um, sales tend to spend so much time on just one person, trying to convince them to buy into this product, trying to explain the value, trying to justify the price and all of that. But with sales enablement resources, you can actually help them reduce that time. And also um, you can measure your efforts by how often are they even using this content that you've created. Um, This will help you to know whether it is very accessible to them or not and whether you need to improve on that. So yeah, these are like three major metrics, main rates, the time spent selling, and um how often are the sales team using the content provided for them.
0: Okay. I think those are you know somewhat trackable metrics. So please everyone take yeah. notes, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> because now I mean now everyone is crazy about growth. I mean about driving driving sales for, for companies. So if you don't prove your worth of course um you know it won't be good for you basically it <laughs> yeah, okay, makes, makes sense makes sense now another challenge that i think uh product marketers may face especially if you're working at a company that never had a product marketer right and of course yeah. uh that kind of company the sales team there is you know is used to doing things on their own you know and, and, and all of that one challenge that that pmm may face is that the sales team may feel like you are you are being intrusive like you're trying to do their own their job or something so so how how do you work with that kind of sales team in such a way that they don't feel they don't feel that you're doing their job
1: um okay i think everything depends on communication right and the manner of approach Mm-hmm. um so yeah there are ways you do it in you know, and you don't make it look like you're trying to teach them their job i think it all goes back to the common goal that the company has and then um, if everybody has bought into that vision of this is where we are taking this company to or maybe be- in the beginning of the year there was a revenue goal that was set and also mm-hmm. sales people they are, um their metrics is like directly tied to revenue right so um if you are if you if you are able to convince them that oh this is the goal this i'm not doing this for myself this is to, like for the company that revenue goal that we are all trying to meet i'm just trying to help i'm just trying to make things easier for you and um
0: i think they will they, they will definitely um they'll definitely buy into the idea hopefully that works i mean i am in sales so if if i I know that these resources or these approaches would help me to to score more goals why not right so make sense yeah.
1: i'd also like to um point out that um sales enablement is not like a one-size-fits-all solution for companies and um pmms need to understand that it varies right and this can be based on it could be the size of the company the type of product Or even the type of people on the sales team like we've mentioned like their level of experience um the kind of experience that they've had in the past how did they used to do this um are they new to sales in general or are they just new to your company that kind of stuff and also it is important for um, pmms to take all of this into consideration before they decide oh how am i going to approach um sales enablement for these guys um so for some companies sales enablement could just be a weekly meeting right where you are talking to your sales team and they are giving you feedback about their interaction with leads and customers in the past week and they are telling you like um the kind of objections that these guys have why they are not converting that kind of stuff and then um, you're also letting them in on your own marketing plans you're not working in isolation so yeah. for example um you're probably planning like a promotion um for the week or for the month and um it's important that you let the sales team know i also think that the worst way to lose a lead would be because the sales team is unaware of like something they found on the website i don't think that should happen anywhere so it is important that you guys are working together and you're carrying each other along so they know oh there's a promo going on right now or even new features that you're launching you know sometimes we are launching features and it's just like a soft launch there's no noise about it We are just sending push notifications to users and emails so if you still seem for any reason miss that and then a, a lead comes to them and is talking asking about that feature and they go ahead to say we do not have it uh, that's that's something that should not happen anywhere right? yeah so, yeah yeah it's important to carry them along and sometimes sales so the enablement could also be like a series of presentations product demos with the sales team helping them understand um the product better you can imagine spending so much time crafting that wonderful messaging you've been mm-hmm. able to nail it and then you discover that what the sales team is communicating to your customers is entirely different so it's important that you also continue to like sit in sales calls understand the terms that the sales team are using to describe your product how are they talking to the customers about it that kind of stuff and it could also be you um just on behalf of the sales team you are talking to leads that did not convert asking them Mm. why did you not subscribe to our products what could we have done better that kind of stuff and you are able to Mm. take those answers the patterns that you observe and use that to determine the kind of resources that you are giving back to to your
0: sales team Hmm. that's a lot of (laughs) of insights and things that even i personally need to do to improve my my ability to to hit goals so it makes sense thank you so much for that let's get a bit personal i know that you just you know you just got a new a new role a new gig at a new company yes (laughs) thank you um you mentioned that you work remotely sometimes so how how does it work like for someone who works remotely how do you stay in tune with your sales team to understand their needs and how to adequately enable them
1: okay so um for where i currently am um i work hybrid so i ensure that whenever we are meeting we are all meeting on the days we have like a day that everyone has to be at work right Mm -hmm. irrespective of the fact that it's hybrid right we have like a day that would fit for everyone to be um, around so Mm -hmm. we meet but even before um i got here where i was before we were fully remote Mm -hmm. um it's 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 almost the same right we we just um meet often. we have like a date where we meet every week to talk about their experience with um selling the product to um customers in the past week what was the feedback like and um i also have like um on i have like days where i kind of meet with the sales people to demo new features and uh, walk them through how it works that kind of stuff and even sometimes i make like a screen recording for them to share with um customers whenever they have an interaction with them and they need to like explain something yeah so i do all of that for where i am i think the first thing i did was to um review the proposal that the sales team sent to um to customers whenever they want to interact with them for the first time. And um, I was able to like spot some things that were out of place in terms of how we are positioned and um, the kind of message that we are trying to pass across. So I was able to like make some changes in that proposal to um, kind of help them sell faster, of course. So um, right now, I'm just like a month into the role. So what what I have planned is to also create like um, a battle card, which is going to be like a one-page document where I'm talking about our our unique features, why we are different, and also a comparison of us and the competitor. What makes us better? Why should they choose us? And um, I'm also going to be working on some case studies, right? So these are like resources, for sales enablement to our work on case studies to ensure that um we are able to show potential customers that oh we have actual companies that are already using this product and they've been able to achieve this level of success just Mm -hmm. by using
0: us for for their
1: salary advance stuff yeah Mm -hmm.
0: that's really good I'm, i'm getting some ideas from from that too so thank you for that makes sense makes sense great resources now Aside sales enablement, um, in what other ways can or should a product marketer help the sales team to hit their goals? Um, I think
1: we we might not call it sales enablement, but really anything that you are doing, um, mm-hmm. whether you are um, you are joining the sales call to help them, to listen to how they are communicating with customers or you are just um being their voice maybe when it comes to like whatever it is that they are telling you that they need if mm. if they don't feel like i don't know confident enough to talk to the management about it whether you are you are their voice in the room when it comes to demanding um stuff for them that would actually make their work easier mm. they are all still like sales enablement but we might not just call it that yeah
0: what are some trends you know there are some emerging trends right now in different areas of work life and you know different sectors so what are some trends or uh emerging technologies in in sales enablement that product marketers should be aware of and of course uh, to go further with that what great resources you know can, can you recommend to to us who are still coming up in in product marketing to help us understand this this concept called sales enablement so two things the trends and the great resources okay so um i'm
1: going for for trend i'm going to say that very soon it's like Mm -hmm. a prediction Exactly. Another um, Nigerian thing.
0: another, <laughs> another non-data backing exactly. back- <laughs> all right go ahead the nigeria
1: and africa are going to realize how important this is and um, it is going to become a requirement as a pmm especially because they do like i said before they do not have the resources to employ an entire department dedicated to it so it's going to become like a requirement for pmms to understand the concept and probably even have experience in it right mm. um and i also think that sales enablement is going to go beyond just supporting the sales team and um extend to like the customer support team because they also interface with users a lot and um mm. it's important that they are also saying the right things and um yeah i think that's that's it in terms of um trends for technology i would say um probably we would see like a more learning management system where you are able to create like a proper structure for learning for the sales team and the resources are like in a, in one place and also like an onboarding flow for new sales team that come in so i think um, companies would build like such products more in future
0: okay makes sense all right all right and then of course what uh what hey, yeah, resources. Resources.
1: yeah yeah i would say um sales enablement course on upspot is really good and it's mm-hmm. free of charge <laughs> nice yeah so um there's also a website that i cannot remember now let me see if i can find it it's an entire blog just like we have um um this pm this popular product marketing alliance blog yes PME, um, yes we have why i came across one and it's 100 percent dedicated to sales enablement too
0: so oh wow that's also okay to Learn. yeah that'd be very useful makes sense um you also mentioned to me that you have a What's it called? A seminar you're doing with Trefford coming up, where you'll be talking about skills enablement. Yes. If
1: mm-hmm. you follow Trefford on their social media, they're they going mm-hmm. to post about. It's happening in April twenty-seven. I can't remember now. Yeah, it's yeah. a masterclass, and um, cool. I would like to say that I was once a student at Trefford, and now I'm hosting a masterclass. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> wow! I'm clapping right now. <laughs> that is amazing. Look at those. Nice one, nice one, nice one. That's really good. Pretty good. Well done. Thank you. uh, Our very final question. Um, What would you advise a product marketer who is trying to get his or her sales team to see him or her as an asset? I mean, I know we've talked about this um, briefly, you know, trying to get them to see that you're adding value that that drives growth. What else would you advise, um, you know, such PMM? I think making friends with them will work. <laughs> I think that works everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, building mm-hmm. a
1: rapport with them would go a long way. Um, now they are seeing you not just as a co-worker, but a friend who who is also like invested in their work, wants them to succeed, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And uh, they see that it's a win-win for everyone. If we are able to close these deals faster, if we are able to increase
0: our revenue,
1: um, everybody wins. So, yeah
0: makes sense so i think it starts with relationship just create that rapport like you've said yeah. and i think once you are adding value it will all flow well from there so it makes sense yeah. all right that's that is a wrap thank you so so much uh for sharing all this great um nuggets resources and of course the upcoming uh trefford masterclass and We look forward to some great trends um, coming up in the field of product marketing. So, yes, hopefully. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I had a good time. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that was a blast. Thank you so much for sticking around. As I said in the beginning, This episode is sponsored by a community of African product marketing pioneers. If you would love to be a part of this community, go to bitsly slash join APMP. Until next time, bye for now.